You're listening to episode 11 of the High Life Podcast. I'm Meredith Wadsworth, an integrative health coach, fitness trainer, yogi, and wellness lifestyle consultant. Each episode covers all things health and wellness, inspiring you to honor yourself every day through discovering how to eat more, move more, and live more. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is a little bit different, kind of like episode three or four, I think it was, um, where I was out on a walk and was just going with it because it was such a beautiful day. I similarly felt inspired um, on a walk walk the other day and started recording and just went with it. Um, And I'm kind of thinking that maybe this should just start being a thing. Um, you know, like a, a wellness walk and talk kind of thing. And, um, you know, it, hopefully it'll inspire you to also take more wellness walks because you can sort of see the kinds of, you know, revelations that you may have when you're just out on a walk and in the flow of things. Um, and it can inspire you to come on a walk with me while you're listening. And it can almost be like we're on a wellness walk together. So you're probably going to hear some sounds from around me on the streets of New York. So I'll literally transport you to where I am. And um, you also might hear a few sniffles because um, I am battling a little bit of a cold right now. But to that point, that doesn't mean that living healthy means never getting a cold. It just means being able to bounce back from it and not letting it get you as sick as it maybe would have if you hadn't built up a proper immune system or if you weren't taking the steps to actually take care of yourself. So similar to like how, you know, being healthy doesn't necessarily mean never having a flex meal or, um, you know, having an off day. Of course, you're going to have those moments. Um, It's just about how quickly you bounce back from them. So same thing goes for having a cold. Um, But that's an aside note. Um, The other thing is that I am off to Hawaii tomorrow and I'm so excited. Basically, I'm third wheeling on my parents' vacation. So um, (laughs) taking full advantage of that. Um, But that said, I'm gone for about 10 days or so and I'm going to try to record a podcast while I'm over there because I think that would just be so fun to record while I'm like out in in like the jungly volcano ocean vibes. And uh, maybe I'll do like a meditation or something over there um, and record that for you guys. So since I'll be away, I just wanted to make sure that I had some podcasts ready to go for you guys. So here is the little rant that I had the other day on my walk. And I encourage you guys to put on your shoes, bundle up wherever you are, or if you're in a place where it's the summer, like Australia, then get out in that sunshine and join me on this wellness walk, uh, this wellness walk and talk. I like the sound of that as the beginning of a new series, maybe. Um, and just get some fresh air, get the blood moving. It's not a terribly long one, um, but I think it's a good one. And just get into that high vibe space along with me. So with that, I will leave you to the show. Enjoy, guys. Hi, you guys. Meredith here. It is just such a gorgeous day, and I'm actually on a walk right now, and I'm on my way back to my apartment from teaching at Pivov, and it's so nice out 
that I was honestly just really inspired to come on here and start recording. And so I kind of just am going with it. And if you've listened to, I think it was episode three, where I was also recording while on a walk, I was just really vibing with it. And so this is just what's happening. Um, I wanted to hop on here and actually talk about the idea behind where stress and pressure really comes from. And I think so often we forget that it's coming from ourselves rather than external forces. And you may be thinking, Meredith, you're crazy. Like I'm stressed because of my job or because of my family or other things going on. And yes, those are true. But I want you to stop and think about, is that pressure and stress really coming directly from those things or those people that are involved? Or is it coming from a perspective or thought pattern that you place upon yourself or assumptions about a situation that you are internalizing um, and aren't necessarily true? The thing is, we create our reality. And so what we believe to be true is what's true to us. And if we believe that there's a certain amount of pressure on ourselves to perform a certain way or to do certain things, then that's going to become the reality. And that may not be actually the case. And for me, I know that this kind of comes forth in a pressure that I have on myself to always be doing more and to always be taking advantage of any time that I have available to me whether that's time that's already being used towards other things. I feel like I have to be a multitasker at all times of the day. Or if that is some downtime that I have, I feel like I'm not allowed to actually use it as downtime. And, you know, this goes as far as even listening to podcasts in the shower or, you know, feeling like as I do my yoga stretching, I need to be on emails, like on the floor in pigeon pose, typing away and not allowing myself to actually be fully present. And I feel like that actually contributes to my stress levels. And while yes, I think there are definitely times and places where multitasking is okay, and listening to podcasts in the shower is okay. But we also have to remember that we need to take time to actually tune out and do less not always be trying to do more. You know, I've heard this said before, we're human beings, we're not human doings. And I think sometimes we just forget to just be. And this whole topic really came to me because I was in a yoga class uh, just this past week. And we were told that we could either take a more restorative position or we could go into a more difficult inversion. And... Well, I had the inversion practice and it is something that I enjoy doing. It was definitely the more difficult option for me. And my initial gut reaction is always to do the more difficult thing. And I don't know why I feel like I always have to be challenging myself. You know, I think it's one thing when we're challenging ourselves, you know, that's contributing to our growth. And it's definitely a necessary part of life. I won't say that. It's not. But it's also important to remember the things that we're naturally good at and celebrate those too. Because if we're always trying to force ourselves to do things that we're not necessarily good at yet, that can lead to a lot of frustration. 
And it can lead to a little bit of a lack of confidence if, you know, everything that we're putting our efforts towards isn't necessarily always turning out with the best outcome or the way that we wanted it to, because it's a challenge, right? That's, that's the definition of a challenge is that it's not easy for us to perform and do 100% um, as we would like yet. And again, that progress is great. That progress is necessary. But where are we right now? Because where we are right now means that we're at a place where we're comfortable doing things and we can do them well. And so rather than always trying to do more, look at what we're doing right now that we're killing it at and celebrate that. So catching that thought pattern that I had in that yoga class, I forced myself to do the more restorative pose. I forced myself to take a break and to not push myself into doing the more difficult pose just because I felt like I had something to prove to myself. And so I want you to think about different ways that you're actually doing that in other areas of your life. You know, maybe it's in your yoga practice as well, but maybe it's also in your career and your job. Maybe it's in the way that you show up for your family or your friends or in your romantic relationships. And honor yourself for the things that you already are doing incredibly well and for the talents that you already have instead of always trying to belittle them by saying that they're not good enough. I think we also have this idea in our heads that everything has to be difficult. And if it's not difficult, then we're not trying hard enough or we're not doing enough. And we believe that things aren't supposed to be easy because for that same reason, if things are easy, then we're not growing or again, we're not doing enough of something or we're not trying hard enough. And you know, where does this idea come from that ease is a bad thing? I think believing that ease is a bad thing and not something to be proud of or not something that is, you know, a sustainable way of life that you always have to be doing something challenging is a limiting belief. And I think that it's not about always trying to do something difficult. I think it's about believing that ease is successful too. Achieving a state of ease with something, whether it's in your yoga practice or in your career or in your health journey, you know, we start, we start getting to this place where things become easy and then we start asking, why are things easy? And then we stress out about it because we're putting pressure on ourselves and we self-sabotage rather than appreciating that something is now easy to us and that we can accomplish it and that we have grown in that sense. So, you know, it's the slippery slope I feel like that we're always on. And I'm trying personally to be more mindful of when my thoughts go that direction and not try to always be so hard on myself. You know, I think a part of us wants it to be hard. We're told that things have to be hard and that we have to struggle for it. We're told that if something is easy, then we're doing it wrong or we're not trying hard enough. When really 
it's when things are easy that we should be leaning into them and taking taking advantage of the fact that something taking advantage of the fact that it's something we're good at rather than trying to suppress that thing that we're good at simply because somewhere along the line we had it ingrained in our minds that you know the american dream or whatever our influence is is that success and i guess in general is all about struggling and striving for something that we didn't think was initially possible or achievable and that it's all about you know proving somebody wrong sticking it to the man and being the underdog and while those are all amazing things and like there's no doubt that if that's something that you're overcoming that's an amazing feat but that's not the only definition of success that's not the only way to succeed Oh my God, you guys, I just walked past a really cute dog. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to call that out. It made me smile. Um, Okay, back to the topic. So, you know, there are sayings like, if it were easy to get or to do, everyone would have it or everyone would be doing it. And I think that puts a stigma around the concept of things coming easily and coming naturally to us. And we tend to shy away from the things that come easily to us because because of that, rather than allowing them to expand and create for us, you know, more manifestations. And it's by doing and following the path of least resistance, not having to struggle or believe that you have to struggle, that creates that momentum of more and more of what we desire. And, you know, it's when we struggle that we feel like we have to keep pushing harder and that things have to be hard in our minds and we get that frustration and we keep we, we create the stress upon ourselves. It's not something that's there already. It's not a physical presence. It's not something that is already in existence. It's something that we create in our minds because we're told that the struggle has to be there. So... I just sort of want you guys to sit with that for a minute because it's something I've been mulling over for the past few days, ever since that moment I had in my yoga class. And I think it's changed a lot of my perspective around the things that, you know, I value my my time around. I, I tend to feel like my days are only productive if I've struggled that day or if I've pushed myself to do something difficult or hard or a big accomplishment rather than saying that I've had a successful or productive day simply by doing the things that I'm really good at and that I really, really enjoy. You know, why is it that a productive day can't be, you know, going to a yoga class, for example. I know I referenced yoga a lot in this episode, but I love yoga and I had this revelation in a yoga class, so bear with me. But, you know, why can't it be a day of going to yoga and let's say you're also good at painting, doing a painting or, you know, reading a book or, you know, going for a walk. Like these aren't even things that you are necessarily considered talents. You know, some of them are, but some of them are literally just things that you enjoy doing. And, but think about, also think about it this way. Not everybody can read a book. Not everybody can go for a walk. You know, there, there, there are some people who don't have that luxury and we take these things for granted because they come so naturally to us. And we do that same thing with the things that are considered talents. So people who can paint um, or people who 
are really good at yoga or people who, you know, can swim really far or run really fast or, you know, can be a health coach or or whatever it is that you're good at. Don't take that for granted and know that not everybody can do what you can do, whatever it is. Whatever comes easily to you is a talent and it's something that you should celebrate instead of always trying to look for where the holes are in your abilities. So that's really it for today's show. Again, I just wanted to come on here because the sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. My hands are still really cold (laughs) because it is still like 30 degrees in New York, but there's no wind. So it's just making this whole experience really enjoyable. And I hope that wherever you are, you guys are taking a moment to be present, thinking about the things that you put pressure on in your, on yourself in your own life and appreciating the things that you're good at. So with that, please feel free to share this with anybody you think would benefit from listening. Please continue to rate, subscribe. Your comments on the show mean absolutely the world to me. And I can't wait for so much more to come from this podcast. You guys are the best supporters. And I hope that you have an amazing day.